welcome to the Unfiltered Recovery Podcast with Michael Mazel, where we dive into the world of recovery. There is no one way, one filtered way to live out your best future in recovery. It is unfiltered. It is expansive. This is your invitation to take away the filter so we can push your limits of exploration for recovery. We will offer tips, tricks, tools, thought-provoking questions, and motivation to live out your best future unfiltered. I'm ready, but the question is, are you ready? Let's do this. All right, you guys, welcome back to another solo mission with yours truly, Michael Mazel. This is going to be a story time. So sit back, relax. You probably won't be so relaxed with it because it's me. You know, I bring the heat. But this is something that really matters that I talk about, especially as it pertains to the theme of this month on our podcast. Why are we not talking about being sober? Why is it that we hide it because of the shame and the guilt or the fear of failure, right? Those are all huge emotions that I personally believe that if you have made the courageous decision to change your life, why would you ever want to continue to still live in those feelings of shame and guilt and instead switch it to being empowered and confident? And I know it takes time, but it is my hope that all of you get there. So with that being said, this person in my life, this is one of the main drivers for this topic, because when I watch how this person operates and lives, it makes me really sad. This person is a really good friend of mine in recovery. However, this person, she is amazing. She chooses to keep her sobriety a secret. And it's really sad. And what's so sad about it is the fact that whenever her and I talk about recovery and she has her pathway to recovery and we talk and she gets so excited about it. She has this life where she is so grateful that she made the choice to get sober, that she is alive and breathing. But there's one problem. She doesn't feel safe having people know that she is in recovery outside of the recovery circle because of her job, because she's a school teacher. Upon multiple occasions, this friend of mine has told me, Michael, these people cannot know that I'm in recovery. I mean, what would their kids think of me? What would the community think of me if they knew that I, oh, that I went to treatment, that, oh, their kid's teacher is in recovery. Do you know how much that sucks? You guys, like seriously, let's just take a minute and pause. Do you know how much it sucks to feel like she has to hide a part of her every single day when she goes to work? And this is a big part of her. This is lived experience that would benefit talking about it even with her students if the occasion in the right time came about, but oh no, the feelings of the stigma that is still around drug and alcohol addiction and people in recovery and the feelings of 
not wanting to see people's facial expressions if, oh, they knew that she was in recovery, it weighs heavily on her. Why? Why does this have to happen? It boils my blood, to be perfectly honest, that we are still living in a society where people choose to own a part of them that is not well and to fix it. And then, oh, we can't talk about it because if we talk about it, we're going to get judged. The people that should be judged are the ones that are judging, not the people that are getting better. And for my friend that I am talking about, for her to show up and be there for children, to be of service, to be a teacher, and for her to not feel safe enough, like safe in her own skin, and people actually knowing all of her, that sucks. It's not a fun place to live, a fun place to be. Maybe that's why I entered into working into the recovery world because I knew that I wouldn't be judged. And also, I guess I also really don't care if people judge me because I chose to take care of myself and make a radical decision to get better. So I pose that question. Why, if you are out there and if you judge people for going and getting sober, or if you know that they're an alcoholic in recovery, why be so scared? What is the fear around with us? Seriously, there is so much fear instead of celebration. Perspective is everything. So that's story number one that I wanted to talk about. My dear friend who is a teacher and cannot, or shall I say, does not feel safe talking about being who she really is because of so much fear of judgment from her fellow teachers, from everybody. I'm here to tell you that's not okay. Our society needs to do better. We need to do way better. Story number two, this involves me, (laughs) yours truly. I have, and maybe it's just because of the community that I've surrounded myself with in recovery, but I have never had an issue with any place that I have worked with people judging me, well, at least not to my face, of being in recovery. And maybe it's because I've made that decision to be so bold and forthright about it. I remember when I did first get sober and my first job was back home in Telluride, Colorado. And my first job was working at a hotel as a concierge. And I knew, like, I couldn't be afraid of not telling people. What I had to be afraid of was keeping it a secret because my secrets kept me sick for so long. So when I applied for this job as a concierge, the first thing I said, literally the first thing I said when I went into the interview with the managers, I said, listen, I need to tell you something. I said, I just got out of treatment for drug and alcohol addiction, and I need to make X amount of meetings a week at this time every day. If you can't make this happen for my schedule, should you choose to hire me, then I don't want to work for you. They just looked at me. You should have seen their faces, like kind of shocked, like, oh. And then the first thing one of the managers said, they said, thank you for telling us. You're going to be our most dependable employee. And I was like, what? Like, of course, living in a small ski town in Telluride where drinking is a big part of the culture, I was accepted immediately. And they celebrated the fact that I was so open and honest about it. They celebrated it. Every day when I left, they would say, have a good meeting, or they would check in on me. They would say, hey, Michael, how are you doing? 
And it's because I chose to create that environment. And I also believe that I created that environment so that also they felt safe in asking me about it because I was honest about it. So I guess why I'm also sharing that part of me. And then when I continued on to different jobs in early recovery as back waiter at a restaurant, it disclosed that I was in recovery. They were so supportive. As I continue to be open about my recovery, you guys, as I continue to talk and talk and talk about it, more and more people felt comfortable coming up to me and asking me about it, asking me, can you tell me a little bit more about how you got to where you are? Hey, Michael, do you mind if I ask you this question? Hey, Michael, I have a friend that I would love to give your phone number to. Is that okay? And I was like, heck yeah, give my phone number, spread it like wildfire. It's important. Again, I share this story is because when I go back to my friend who is so scared to talk about it being a teacher, I also wonder with her, which I have also challenged her, as I say, what do you have to lose if you just talk about it? Instead of being in fear, what do any of you that are in recovery have to lose when you say, hey, this is me? So what, you might lose a job that doesn't support you? Do you want that job anyways? No, we have one life, you guys. I say this a lot on my podcast, but if you really understood the brevity of this, we have one life and there is no reason to ever feel like you can't be exactly who you are. Society in general should never, I feel like, and I know this is like shooting for the moon, but should never make people feel a certain way for being who they are. This business of recovery is huge and it needs to be talked about. People, all of you that are in recovery, it is my hope that after you listen to this, that you start to feel more comfortable talking about it. If you only understood the amount of courage, the amount of freaking badassery that's involved in saying, I have a problem, I'm going to go get help. And now I have resources to be able to continue to live a great life now that I've addressed this problem. Like, heck, everybody should be able to feel comfortable doing that. Nobody is perfect. Nobody. And to the world, to anybody who shames anybody for talking about a problem or a disease that they are conquering and dealing with, and you're shaming them, shame on you. Who do you think you are to form a judgment around somebody who goes and gets their life back on track? Who do you think you are? Because let me tell you, and I've told you this before, everybody is in recovery from something. None of us, not even me, I don't have any right to be like, ooh, I don't know how I feel about that. Because you don't know the lengths that people go to every day to try to get better and then to full on talk about it. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, to start normalizing talking about what we grow through. It's time to normalize the fact that we are all human and have things that we deal with. Okay. I don't want people to feel like my friend does, who's a school teacher. I want you all to feel honestly like I do every single day when I talk about recovery. And then, then I see people's faces light up and just get filled with curiosity like, wow, that's awesome. Because generally speaking, people aren't going to make you feel bad about it. And if they do, it's because they're dealing with their own stuff. They're the ones that need help. And when you're open about it, you're shining a light on maybe this is their invitation to go get better. We need to talk about it more to all of you 
out there that are not supportive of people talking about it or disclosing that they are in recovery, it's time you look at yourself, ask yourself why, what is so bad about somebody conquering something that is amazing. It's a big deal. And I'm passionate about breaking the stigma. And I'm passionate about people choosing to get help because let me tell you, I know too many people that don't get help and they freaking die. They die because they are in so much fear of what people are going to think about them. That is not okay. Not okay. What is okay is to start getting into acceptance of people's differences and people's ability to be able to look at themselves and to celebrate, not to put people down, but to celebrate. That's all I got. Thank you for joining Storytime with Michael Mazel on this amazing topic of why are we not talking about it? Because here's the thing, we need to start talking about it. And when we start talking about it, it doesn't hold power over us. And it gives other people permission to look at themselves and start talking about what's going on with them. Because then as a collective, we heal and we grow and we continue to be amazing humans. As we close this episode, if you or someone you know is struggling to find a path to recovery, you can take the first step toward living out your best future by calling Vertava Health at 877-404-2143. I'll see you next week.